Welcome to the Wounded Healers Podcast. I'm Janessa. And I'm Amy. We were brought together by our shared wound of an autoimmune condition in our early 20s. This is a place where we explore our wounds with our listeners and guests who recognize the challenges of being human in hopes of helping all of us let let the the light light in. in. Hey, Amy. Hi, Janessa. And hello to our very special guest, Alexandra. Welcome to the Wounded Healers podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. We're all like red in the face and first. (laughs) (laughs) We are. Yes. Also, did you love the way Amy just said your name? Because I did. I was like... Oh, how fun it is that's like such an extra flavor to have someone with an accent I'm like it's hot <laughs> it's hot Amy <laughs> we it want the accent crazy. thank you everybody <laughs> I know I'm do you know what I'm like that sounds like a good way to make some that sounds like a good side hustle to me some money it is actually yeah. insane yeah do it Amy okay okay <laughs> <laughs> 2024 it's my it's my I'm gonna manifest it 2024 do it well so we are really excited to hop into a hot or not topic today I'm just gonna abruptly put it in because Amy got a gift for Christmas that kind of prompted this hot or not topic so my favorite Christmas present this year was a book called um the golden secrets to optimal health as you guys know obviously we're very focused on our health on this podcast um and this is by an author called Jessie Golden who we actually have spoken about before Janessa recommended her to me in one of our very early episodes um but she's great she had RA has RA um but over a couple of decades she's managed to really heal herself she's med free she's just amazing glowing yogi doing everything um but she's got a very interesting chapter in her book where she talks about why you shouldn't use SPF which is kind of controversial mm-hmm. um but also in this topic um <laughs> actually, actually I'm gonna let Janessa tell the story because she has this book as well okay so I love this book I love Jesse Golden um that topic is controversial even for me but one thing she recommends that blew my mind is sunbathing your butthole I said it sunbathe your butthole so I was like what and this concept just kind of blew my mind and I was at the cabin we have this tiny little cabin out in the middle of nowhere and my husband and I I told him we're gonna try this and he was like what the heck and you know someone loves you when they get on all fours just on their butt (laughs) for wellness (laughs) so the hot or not topic today is is it hot or not to try sunning your butt your butthole I love that oh word. God. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I It is so funny because that is not a new topic to me. I have been <laughs> yes. following – I follow, like, a few people. I would say the first – I mean, we've all heard of him. Like, uh, personally, I think he's iconic I just respect his energy, his enthusiasm because I'm very passionate and outspoken, but it's the carnivore MD guy, oh, like yeah. Paul, Dr. Paul Saladino. And, yeah, so I was like, all right cool and then the girl that he used to date animal based bay does it and i'm like she looks gorgeous like she looks amazing and then there's also mm-hmm. other people i i follow that are really into it 
Um, so honestly, I don't think, I mean, of course it looks so weird, but sun is such medicine. Like it is amazing. And even going back to SBF, actually, I tested that out. I was a guinea pig for myself this summer and it happened by accident because I was healing my hormones and the diet I was told to eat was like red meat, eggs, um, a lot of fruit and certain kinds of vegetables. And, you know, I don't eat, I'm allergic to canola oil, which is a blessing, mm. honestly. And so I was really just focusing on avoiding seed oils at all. And I was, you know, observing my, sorry, there's like a truck going by, but like I was observing myself and my skin and I'm like, wait, I'm getting tan and I'm going to the dermatologist. So my, for context, why I go or like why I did go kind of often is my grandfather died of melanoma. And so mm. my dad is like, I want you guys to always get checked like every few months. And so also my dermatologist is like, Hey, superstar. I'm like, he's literally, we can a whole podcast about him. I love him so much. But anyways, and my skin was getting better. I was having less moles and less like you know, cancer things. And I'm like, wait, this is so interesting. So then I kind of was looking this up and understanding that we actually should be eating to support our skin. Um, Mm. And there's also foods, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's like lysopene rich foods. So like tomatoes, grapefruit, bell peppers. So like those foods that have like those colorings that like support your melanin. And I barely wore sunscreen all summer and I was so tan and glowing and beautiful. So I totally support that. It is amazing. The sun is so much is such medicine. So yeah. So it's hot. It's hot. She thinks it's hot. It's yes. It's hot. <laughs> it is hot for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I love that you're like, this is not new to me. I am so yes. stoked because I was like, yes, please, somebody. <laughs> I, I have heard about this. I would love to do it, but I just don't mm. like I maybe could in my patio. But still, like, I, I don't know, like, I would need to be like on a hill or something like, because yeah, it's intense, yeah. like, even even though I think it's only for five minutes or a couple minutes, like, that's tricky business. Like, I just have a little latch on my gate. Like, there's, it's yeah. not, a robber could get in there really fast. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're just absolutely stunned. They walk in and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry to intrude. <laughs> well I also think this is hot I mean I tried it I still can't believe my husband tried this like I was laughing and happy all at once I was like you do love me because I don't know any other man who would be like sure I'll sun my butt with you so um yeah I thought it was pretty damn hot and it actually I'm not gonna lie it felt nice it's weird to feel sunshine down there Feels good. Yeah. Seriously, as we should. I mean, we think about like our ancestors, mm-hmm. like they were in the sun constantly. They were tan, they were hunting, mm-hmm. like, like the sun, like if we, I also heard there's this woman, I feel like you guys maybe have heard of her, but if you haven't, she's super informative. She's, uh, her name is Courtney Swan and she has a mm-hmm. Instagram handle, real foodology. And like, if I wasn't a psychic medium, I, I literally do what she does and no one asks, like she pretty much like is speaking against the, the food system and she like goes uh, to whole foods and yeah. she's like look at the back of this like look what's nice. in here i'm like i text like that's what i do to my friends and everyone's like all right <laughs> um and she had this guy on and i love him his i forget his name oh my god but his instagram handle is 
I think the really tan man. And he started this company called Masa Chips. I love Masa Chips um, because it's nixtamalized corn. So it's corn that was made the way Aztecs made it. So it's processed with lime. So it's easier for your body to digest it. And then it's made with beef tallow, which is beef tallow is everything. And so he was talking about, you know, talk, I learned a lot from him too. He's like, if we were not meant to be in the sun, then we would be evolving like in the jungle, like in the shade, like, of course we're meant to be in the sun. It's amazing. And then even looking back at our ancestry, I think that's a huge thing too, is like mm-hmm. understanding where our, you know, where ancestry is from. And I know yeah. I'm definitely meant to be in the sun. Like I'm mm-hmm. Eastern European. So I have olive skin my dad's like Scottish. It's it's like not racist, but it sounds racist. He's like, I'm Anglo. I'm like, so <laughs> off about it. I don't know why. Like it just is. Cause he's like the whole mix of like just white, like wasp. That's my mom. <laughs> and so like I get like the freckles, but anyways, I'm just such a big fan of the sun and like my experience in the summer of just like eating a certain way and being in the sun every day and being in the ocean like mm-hmm. it's the best thing and especially for our hormones too like because our skin I believe is a is a is an organ like a yeah um, our yeah. largest one thing. yeah totally can I just <laughs> you you really know your shit I like mm-hmm. that was so I think you because people are guests uh, not our guests our listeners who haven't heard of you are gonna be like oh they've got a health expert on um which no <laughs> that's not that's not why we've got you on but you sound incredible but on that note tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do and introduce yourself a little bit off the back of that please Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so passionate about it. And also one of the reasons why, like when I connected with Janessa, I pooped myself because I was like, this (laughs) this right here is so important. Um, But anyway, so I'm Alexandra Shelley. I'm a psychic medium and Reiki master, modern medium. And yeah, I just like, I love what I do so, so much. And I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we're so happy to have you. Duh. Yes, I I didn't even say that my cheeks are hurting because I'm smiling so much and I, I'm just like oh <laughs> over here just like yes oh I love this I okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna dive deep I want to know about young you like you when we came on your podcast you asked this really beautiful question about kind of our um what piqued our spirituality did we ever feel different like was that something that's always been there that we could tap into and I loved that so much. And I want to know that about you. So when you were younger, did you feel these abilities? Like, were you tapped into this from the get-go? Or is this something that kind of gradually made its way into your life? Tell us more. Mm. Tell us everything. <laughs> Yummy, delicious question. So my very, very first conscious experience was when I was four. And I was in Lake Tarawera, my my mom and my dad are from New Zealand. So we were at my mom's parents' house, like by the lake. And my memory of it was in the summer there. So like around now-ish, maybe like January, February, or like December, I don't know, whatever. And it was really hot. And it's us four kids. And their lake house was really tiny. So the kids would stay in a trailer. And I just remember like going to the trailer, I think just to like nap. And 
for so many years until recently, how I described it was all of a sudden, I just felt really heavy. It wasn't a scary heavy. It was just like, whoa, I feel like my body is really tiny, but I feel so big. Like I feel enormous. And I just felt this intense warmth and I felt so supported and like, it was just like fuzzy figures, but you know, I was just so shocked. And then I remember my grandfather coming in like, where were you? I'm like, I'm here. And I just remember waking up and like, <laughs> you know, have you guys seen that video? It's like two shots of vodka and the guy's like, <laughs> like down the stairs. Like that was me. I feel like I had such crazy vertigo. Cause I'm like, I'm already a small person. So this at four, I'm like, oh my God, whoa. Like it was just such massive energy. Um, and then when I was able to kind of understand it a few years ago with my mentor, she said that was my first experience with spirit and those are my ancestors. And now I understand like which guides were they were, but what I now understand was it was me experiencing my soul and my cells expanding and me just experiencing like the en enormity of my soul. And it was just so incredible because like we, it's not the soul in our body, our body is just a part of our soul. And that's why we discard it when we die. Um, and then again, honestly, the way I got through a lot of life and difficulty was like ignorance is bliss and like just being really naive, which was great. Like I have a very healthy inner child. So I'd be like, do do do. what's that? <laughs> like, what's that in the corner of my room? Like, what's that on the ceiling? Like, that's crazy. And I would just kind of forget about it. Um, but it would happen all the time. And I remember like so many moments on the playground, I'd be running and then all of a sudden I would stop. And I felt like I, my consciousness like zoomed out and I'm like, I'm here on this planet and what's up there and what's up over there and what's this and like questioning existence. And then I would like snap out of it and like scrape my knees on wood chips again. Like it was just wild. And it came pretty slowly. Like I remember I went, I studied abroad in Sydney, Australia fucking love that place and I met this really really sweet girl in my class who was Australian I remember she told me about crystal shops and how she's seen ghosts and I remember my head tingling and being like holy shit I think that's me too but I was so scared to like I don't know I just knew I was really empathetic and then in 2018 yeah that's when like it all happened but I would say little me like yeah I'm really I'm really really fortunate like I never really had an experience that withered my inner child like of course I was so hurt and like there's moments where I need to tend to my inner child but I would say like I've always been a very clear vessel I think because like I'm really playful and silly and open and I don't attach to things like uh if something's really negative like I know that I've always known like it doesn't define me and I I've always known that I've been so supported and I don't know by what or how or why but I've just known that so I've, I'm really really lucky Wow. Oh, I love that. And like, that's, that's so big. That's so validating too. like when you're younger, just to be like, able to really have an existential thought about where you were and the body and the vessel you were in. I find that to be just like, so beautiful. And I, I've, I didn't have those thoughts that young, but I had similar thoughts in my early teens mm -hmm. and I felt very alone and weird because when when I would express that to other people they're like what and you're just like <laughs> yeah like, 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 yep. you're putting on like cheap Claire's like 
glitter. Yeah. Like, I question the meaning of life. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's like weird little like plastic spiky earrings. I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how expansive the universe is. <laughs> oh man. But no, that is just that's amazing. So that that person like got you connected with like crystals and more of like an outlet for that and do you do you use like any specific tools like crystals tarot cards um in your daily practices or your own daily rituals um you know I'm not married to any which is really nice like I would say I love I love using oracle cards because they're like beautiful and symbolic and simple and I love tarot. I think it's amazing. I just don't have a clue about it. And I just know that you need to study it. Um, and I just don't have the energy to study it right now. Um, and what else? I love to use, I love to use Palo Santo again when I have it, but I would say for the most part, like I just use myself, like I Mm -hmm. like just keep it simple and I love using Reiki, but yeah, I like, I think, I mean, crystals are great too. They're more of like a vibe for me. Like I, I'm not sold on crystals yet. Like I'm not, even though it's really funny too. Like I used to work at a book and crystal store in LA and like, it was great. What I will say though, is a room full of crystals. My God, what it brings in the store. It was wild. You guys, like it brought in some wild people, wild energy, like, and it makes a lot of sense. Like they're also conduits and stuff, but yeah, I would say at the end of the day, like everything has life force, like this water bottle, like my mm-hmm. sock, like, every, like we're all a part of it. So I think it is funny when people get like really attached to like things and I'm just like, it just use yourself. Like you're the vessel, like you're, you're like the most amazing life force there is actually, no, you're not the most amazing life force there is. You're all every, whatever, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> we're amazing. It's like, just use your body, use your, use your beautiful self nice that's a good reminder because I feel like often in this space everyone is like using tools or almost probably unintentionally but I feel like people make it seem hard for the everyday person to reach into because they I don't know it's like they're on another level obviously Um, and yeah they can they can make it seem like really unachievable but it's a great reminder that everyone everyone has that possibility within them oh my god you said such a good point two things one intention it's all about the intention that is like the one of the first things I learned in a really powerful class if anyone's interested in mediumship I urge you to take a course from Suzanne Giesman she's the queen she's the goat amazing (laughs) and that was one of the first lessons is intention like everything is about intention like you know, again, I could literally use this water bottle and probably get downloads from this water. Like it just is literally intention. Um, and even with like using yourself and your body, um, and then, uh, something about, oh yeah, inaccessible. I think that is so huge too. I actually had a friend on my podcast named Jane and we spoke about that. Like, again, your body, like you're like, this is free. Like you don't have to go anywhere for this. Like you wake up with it and, it's really terrible when people make people feel like they can't achieve a beautiful consciousness um, by like not having enough money, like mm. spirituality. I mean, also spirituality is neutral. Like if it, it would almost be like, why would God make certain people like, you know, like this when it's almost, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, you 
can kind of go into that in so many different avenues, but yeah, no one's excluded. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And yes, Amy, that's such a good point too. Cause like, it's so easy to feel disenfranchised from things mm-hmm. that connect you to your most aligned self. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is just such a wicked thing because everyone, like you said, has the ability to tap in. And so, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Love that. Chills. Oh, man. I want to know, actually, did you have any experiences with when you would speak about anything that had to do with spirituality or any sensations or vibes that you were receiving? um, Did anyone in your life, like growing up, high school, middle school, younger, ever kind of make you feel rejected in those feelings or unvalid in them? Um, Sometimes I hear from people and even including myself where I'll say something to someone and they're like, oh, that sounds crazy. And I'm just like, oh, I am crazy. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I am crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you know, I just didn't really. Oh, my God. For Yeah, really until 2018, I didn't really talk about it. I really mm-hmm. didn't because I just didn't have the vocabulary for it. And it was so like, oh, okay. Like, I just yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's interesting. It's not like I had amnesia. I just didn't really think anything of it Mm -hmm. or because, because again, like the way I got through trauma or difficulty was like, Oh, like it's, it's okay. Like I want to stay in this happy place kind of thing. And so Mm -hmm. I think because I was so alarmed by it and it was just so, yeah, it was just so new to me and weird. And I didn't really know how to talk about it because I think in general, I'm really fortunate. I, so I heard this thing where it's like, there's two types of people. One, or I think we even talked about it on our podcast when you guys were on mine, but like either someone that like knows themselves and they're misunderstood or someone that is trying to figure out who am I? And I would say like, I'm someone that's always known myself and I feel like I've been misunderstood. And it was really interesting. Oh my God. Sorry. I just have to show you my dog right now. Like we talk about this. Oh, BB. Listeners, this is the sweetest thing, Heart Melton. Oh, <laughs> that's like his flute. I can't. It's all like, oh my God. I just look over and I'm like, ah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I learned recently. I'm not an expert on astrology, but I'm really leaning into learning about it sooner. Mm-hmm. And I learned that my 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 Virgo's in my 12th house and Chiron's in my 12th house and so it has so much to do with like my social life and like not feeling like a sense of belonging and feeling really really misunderstood and rejected and that's been so huge for me I feel like a lot of my life like you know it was me like friends literally just dropping me like out of nowhere or feeling left out of groups or feeling like I'm in a group and I'm like I don't fit in here and like something about me where I'm like, wow, I must be too weird. I must be too like silly or something. And um, yeah, so I would say it was mostly on like, I didn't understand it spiritually, but I think also what I'm even learning too uh, and what I learned recently is when you're, I don't want it to sound like I'm on a high horse, but like when you're, when your light is really bright, or I guess like when you're aware, I should say, because we, we all have a bright light, but like when you're really aware of your bright light and you really embody it and you're just your authentic self, 
it shines on other people and you're just a mirror to them. And then they get really insecure because they don't feel that way. And they're going to respond in a really uncomfortable way that may not be very nice. Um, and so I think I've, I learned that over the years. I'm like, wow, why are they so rude to me? Why are they being standoffish? Like I'm being perfectly kind. I'm including them in the conversation. Like, what is it? And I think it's just like, Hey, people are, don't, aren't aware of their light yet. And you're just showing them that. And that's a wonderful thing. So, yeah. Mm, totally. Oh, there is this guy named, and, and I know this is kind of a funny time to bring him up, that Ed Milet, he has a podcast. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> okay. Ed Milet, he has some really good things to say. He's roided out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he, one thing I really love is that he gave this example of like what people are able to kind of perceive and take in. And he was saying it's like a thermostat in your house. Like if you set your thermostat to 65, when you start to go a little hotter, like when it starts getting hotter, it's going to try and cool it down. It's going to try and bring it back to 65. And he said, it's important to think of ourselves in the way we perceive other people with where is our personal thermostat at. If we're only comfortable at a place of like 65 within and we meet someone who's at like a 70 or a 75, we can feel really intimidated and almost want mm-hmm. to like dull their shine to feel the comfort of where we are with our own yeah. thermostat. When in reality, we forget that we can actually shift that level and it doesn't have to stay at one thing. You can go from 70, you can go to Mm. 65, 60, you know. So I think, you know, when I've always heard it and it's just, I I always have to remind myself, I think when we feel an adverse reaction to someone or something, we just have to go in and we have to say, what is this reflecting back to me that I don't really like right now? Or why do I not like this right now? Is it really me who doesn't like this? Or is this where my thermostat has sat for a really long time and I'm just uncomfortable? So I just feel like what you were saying is totally right. Don't dull your shine to meet people where their thermostat is at because they're the ones who can control it, not you. Like keep your shine. Keep your shine. Amen. And to add, even appreciating that they're are they're at a 65 or they're at an mm-hmm. 80, like good for them. And yeah. like so much of it just comes with so much like self-awareness and just like knowing who you are and you don't have to be like the most freaking confident person in the world, but just being like, no, this is me. This is where I'm mm-hmm. at. Maybe I'm just having a shitty day and I'm not going to like put the blame on others because I think for a long time I would... Like even, oh my God, it was so interesting in October, October, November, I would say like that was recently like a very rock bottom like month for me. I was just going through so, so much. And I went to a party or like just a gathering in Laguna with like a lot of, you know, people that are from my hometown I went to high school with. And I just felt so out of place. I'm like, this is weird. Like I'm very social. I'm a social butterfly. I'm talking to everyone. I'm making new friends. And I just feel like I want to close in on myself. And I and it was nice because I finally was like, oh, it's not them that's making me close down. It's me. And because I was going through so much, I felt like I honestly became like a new version of me. I just wasn't comfy in her yet. I was still trying to get familiar with like, who is this Alexandra that is now going to move this way and talk this way and wasn't like that before, even though like, not that I, you know, just not like a, you know, 
not like anything that like looked, I didn't look any different. It was just like, I just feel different. Um, so yeah, I think we put too much blame on others for like, yeah, making us feel a certain way when it's really, it's always, always us, always us. Mm-hmm. But then as you said, like you do need that inner knowing, you do need to understand yourself and who wants to spend time like facing into who they are and why they do what they do. It's, that's a really challenging thing for a lot of people to do um how can we be guided in doing that oh fabulous question and that that uh segue was so smooth um (laughs) how can we be guided into doing that oh my gosh Uh, i'm trying to think of like all the things um i know for one like just getting brutally honest with yourself like really catching yourself like (laughs) it's it's interesting because I know so many people who have all the self-awareness in the world and I'm like, wow, you're really aware of this, but they don't take action on it. Mm -hmm. And I think they're not actually allowing themselves to be brutally honest because they're not taking action on it. Because if you were being honest, you would be changing your actions, but you're just like, Oh, I just see it. I'm just not going to do anything with it. Um, And it sucks. It hurts because you, you discover your imperfections and you discover that, you're, you know, that you're maybe ignorant in this area or that like you do, you do have fallback on this, on this area of life or like this part of you. And like, that's okay. Like we're not meant to be perfect. And I think it was so funny when I started my journey, I'm like, I'm going to be like this perfect medium. And that's going to allow me to like ascend faster and higher and like get things faster. And that's just not true. Like at all, like actually, in fact, and especially on my single journey, spirit has wanted to me to be more of myself and in the way that I like didn't expect, but I'm having so much fun and it's beautiful because I think, yeah, we put ourselves in a box of like what we're meant to be or how it's meant Mm -hmm. to look with self-awareness, but it's really just getting so brutally honest. And what is also like authentic to you? Like what truly fills you up with so much energy and joy and like makes your eyes go wide and like you smile or drops your shoulders and Mm. you know that can even be like is it in the arts is it something in health is it just moving your body is it being around certain people is it serving like what is it um because our our authenticity is like i think the most potent energy there is because Mm. god has made us to be original like he is not, or he, he, what the hell they (laughs) are trying, you know, uh, their mission is like, no, you are a divine, unique blueprint. Like you are meant to be uniquely you. And like, that is the most beautiful magic. Um, I would say a couple more things like seriously. And you guys would, you, you know, this is the wounded healers podcast, getting connected to your body. Like, get connected to your body. You guys, oh my God, we are not eating well. We are not moving our bodies. Like, and it's really powerful and beautiful because I believe now practitioners are being pushed to be stronger and more nimble and more dynamic. And unfortunately there's a lot of older practitioners that have died of cancer or just like illnesses because they were sedentary and they ate like garbage. Um, or maybe they, yeah, just like, they, they didn't move the energy. And now more than ever, like I work out like five to six times a week. Um, 
I eat super, super clean. I eat like, I eat such a specific way, but not restricting. It's just intentional because, and that was something, thank God, my, um, my mentor taught me. She also has rheumatoid arthritis. She's literally, she's insane. Like, I don't even need to get into it, but she's getting like multiple surgeries on her brain today. Like she has gone through so much with her body and she was like, I'm urging you to take care of your body because it's the vessel. It's all you got. If you are inflamed, if you are stuffed up, like, you know, it's, you're not going to be able to connect as well. So honor your body, honor the vessel. And, and I'm so, I'm so blessed that she taught me that right away. Um, and then also like getting into some kind of, some kind of meditative practice. Like truthfully, I don't meditate every day, but maybe that's because where I'm at with my practice, because I don't have to, I am now at a place where I'm always channeling. I am always embodied and with spirit. I don't have to be like, Oh, I need 30 minutes before. Like, no, I just pop in because probably because I've done the work. I've done the work for so many years, like for five years. Um, Mm -hmm. and I eat really clean. Like I, I, I respect my vessel and I honor it. Um, but some kind of meditative practice, whether it's like movement, again, literal meditation, writing, painting, dancing, like art, something. Um, and yeah, even with getting touched to your body, like moving it, like moving it, please, because, um, we have to move energy. Like we have to move our body and if you don't, you'll get sick. So yeah, that's a lot, but it's all good and delicious. (laughs) It's so delicious. I have always had these thoughts about my experience personally with rheumatoid arthritis is like our joints. So it mostly affects our joints, of course. And in there is synovial fluid and synovial fluid actually is supposed to kind of lubricate the membrane so that your joints can move around more freely. And RA really attacks that fluid, but it creates a stagnancy of it. So the fluid's not kind of working its way around the joints as it should be. And that right there goes into energy and movement. So at those times when we're feeling that it can be hard to move, like physically it can hurt. But when we're not moving, we're assisting that um, stagnancy. And stagnancy is such a strange thing because what it allows for is not only physical things to creep in, but stagnancy really can harm our minds. If we're someone who goes to darker thoughts, um, it just kind of opens the doorway for, you know, self-criticism and thoughts that are not aligned with your highest self. So movement not only gets that literal synovial fluid moving, but it literally gets, like you were just saying, your energetics moving in and out of your body and like energy is meant to move. And when you're in motion um, and you're intentionally in motion, oftentimes we're not in the duality of a situation where we are thinking badly of ourselves. We may have some thoughts here or there, but you can't hold that space um, for very long when you're in motion. Um, There's not, it gets kind of shoved out at some point. Um, So I just, I totally agree with that. I think the body is, the body, it knows more than than we're aware of and to tap into it and to learn our own language to our own unique bodies is like yeah it, of course in my mind it's like of course it would open us up and allow that energy to be able then to connect to source and other energies around us 
Can I ask like a deep question? Oh my god, I love I'm just intrigued it. because you've you've mentioned God a couple of times mm-hmm. and then you were like viciously saying God's not a he. <laughs> which is fa- which I love, which is great. I just want to know what God means to you. Oh my god. What God is to you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, that is such a beautiful question. I love that. Um I'm trying to think. God is the ever-knowing, ever-present, all-conscious, most benevolent being of just all there is. And we are all literal threads of them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when my perception changed of God was when kind of two things. One, when I read the Sophia Code, which my head fell off. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of her, but her name's Kaya Ra. And she looks like a literal Barbie. Like, she's gorgeous. And she channeled this beautiful book called The Sophia Code, which is directly from Source, who has been known as Sophia, who originally from the, I believe the Atlanteans and Lumerians recognized Sophia God as a woman. And it makes a lot of sense because we are the creators. We have the womb of creation. And So in this book, she also shares messages in context from the the divine feminine ascended masters of Christ consciousness. So Mary Magdalene, um, Mother Mary, Hathor, Green Tara. um, Oh, my God. There's, yeah, Isis. There's one more I'm missing, and I love her so much. Kuan Yin. Okay. Um, And it's insane. And then there's Sophia Dragons. I'm like, of course there's fucking dragons. (laughs) (laughs) it just blew my mind and so how yeah god is this beautiful ever-present creator and i honestly like to refer to god as really they because even sophia was like i'm the divine masculine and i'm the divine feminine like you can see me as a woman but really like i have the you know the father energy and the mother energy and it just makes a lot of sense because even labeling things as like good or bad or you know, manly or feminine, like we're, we all embody aspects of everything. So yeah, God has definitely, that concept has changed so much for me as a psychic medium. And it's interesting because I have never been like, I like, which totally fine. It's actually very interesting. A lot of my best friends are Christian and maybe it's for a reason. And I remember one of them was like, my husband needs to be Christian. And I was like, obviously for her, that's super important. But for me, I'm like, that just never fit with me. Like, even if my husband is an atheist, I'm like, I don't care. Like, they just need to be a kind, beautiful human. Mm -hmm. And spirit is in all of us. Like, who are we to claim that we know God? Like, who are we to claim that, like, this person is so much better than any other person because they don't go to church and like also church is in everything this is church this is sacred yeah. right now like yeah. us beautiful women like getting together having conversation like holding my dog is church like i'm getting mm. pure like unbridled love from yeah. like mm. from, like unconditional love like so anyways yeah that was kind of like a all over the place with god but yeah, and I've even gotten more comfortable with saying the word God because it's mm. funny with like practitioners like, oh God, like, oh, and it's like it's freaking God. Like, I don't know. Yes. 
can't like yes. build a bridge, get over it. Like it's good. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's not like we're like we're shoving a, anything in your face. We're just saying like mm. it's just a great name. Honestly, for me, it feels like oh. powerful and beautiful and like gentle at the same time. And I think just because, and maybe again, that's because I've done the reading and I've done the meditation and I've done the work Mm -hmm. to understand what God means to me instead of just being like, no, this isn't. But also Mm -hmm. maybe I'm ignorant because Mm -hmm. I haven't had a terrible relationship with God. I've never been in the position where I'm like, you know, I've been rejected from a community. I've been rejected from a church. Like, I couldn't like, oh, it almost makes me emotional. I'm like, how could you do that? Like mm-hmm. how, but that's also the thing is like, it's the people in charge of religions that are mm-hmm. not serving God. There, there's beautiful religions, I believe, but like, it's the people that are leading them, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I would say like your personal relationship with God also even goes back to the importance of being your authentic self because God is not one thing. Like God is everything. Like God made our phone, even though they're like, Oh my God, phones are evil. It's like, God made this. God made this this chair. God made this house. God made us. Like we are all a part of it. So anyways, yeah, all over the place, but yeah. No, I really love this. Really nice. That like how you, like took ownership of the word God and being like this can exist at the same time as Christians using the word God mm-hmm. like that's because I have been thinking about the concept of God Lord I feel like God's presence all the time that like comforting presence that you talk about I feel it all the time and exactly as you were just saying I just I can't endorse their lack of support for LGBTQ plus communities etc so like like that that Christianity doesn't feel aligned to me for that reason but equally I'm like oh I love like Mm -hmm. the idea of going to church and having community and the way they support people and like that in our society is just taking apps it's like diving off a cliff like no one's supporting each other anymore Mm -hmm. um yeah this is really fun for me to hear you talk about it so thank you yeah I love that one I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, I love no, that no. when you said like this is church too. Like yeah. I love that. I love that. And like, yeah, I think that once you do come to identify your connection to God and what God is to you or whatever you want to call God, you know, universe or you know, being or presence, um, I think that it only can flow through you in the most positive ways, really. Um, but I so I, it's a little bit of a pivot here, but I have a question and it's kind of selfish because I, I want to tap into this more, <laughs> but um, I literally just, oh no, you're muted. <laughs> oh, no. no, I was going to say, I'm so selfish on my podcast. I'm like, yeah. I want to know this. <laughs> no, good, good. I'm not alone then because I was like, oh, this one I got to know. <laughs> um, so I, okay. So having any kind of ailment even if it's not physical even if it's just emotional or stagnancy um can be really difficult and I think in those times once you are trying to make that connection to whoever God is to you or whatever the light is to you um it can be hard and sometimes I know that asking for signs can help guide us when that connection is difficult 
Um, and I wanted to ask you, what are, what are some ways to set an intention if you are just getting into this work? Um, and you want to set an intention to be able to have spirit, God, or universe kind of channel through and show you a symbol or a sign to let you know that you're not alone. Mm, I love that. Um, I would say just simply starting the dialogue. It could be as easy as you driving your car. It could be you laying in bed in you saying it in your head. You could be talking out loud. You could be writing it in your journal. Um, just starting the dialogue because again, God is not limited. Spirit mm-hmm. is not limited. Like they have their limits. Like they don't have a physical body, but that's not even a limit. Like the body is the limit really. Mm-hmm. Um, so just starting the dialogue because they hear you, they're absolutely listening. So just being like, you know, God source universe, like I am experiencing so much pain. Can you please show me that I'm not alone? Mm-hmm. Um, or just remind me that this pain it like, like that this life and you are and my soul is so much greater than the pain I'm experiencing. Um, you know, I even love oh, doing because I've been there where you're in so much agony and it's so fucking hard to get quiet and still like it's awful. Um, and then even to the point where you just like don't even want to do it, like you're trying to do the wellness thing and you're like, oh, just fuck, like I'm in so much pain, like I can't even sit here. And sometimes you just gotta scream and kick and like cry. Honestly, yeah. there's just I remember even recently, it sounds so lame, but like in just de- like early December, I was so I didn't have COVID, thank God, but I was so sick and I my body was so sore like I was in so much agony I was like please God like please like Mm -hmm. take me away from this pain like I was dying and then before I knew it I woke up from like two hours of sleep and I was sweating it out and it's just crazy so Mm -hmm. really starting the dialogue because they're not trying to make you suffer it's us (laughs) <laughs> we can make ourselves suffer and it also comes to us not listening we're not listening and that is so much of like you know we just want to do it our way our own way or we think this is how this should be done but like we just gotta get quiet and listen and mm-hmm. I love tapping into my guides too even being like what should I do they're like go to the store get this this and this I'm like great cool mm-hmm. like just they, they, they know what they, they know what's going on. And, but again, building that relationship comes with you getting in your body, not getting like, you know, listening to, you know, when you get a download and then when doubt comes in, the download comes first, doubt comes after. Um, and even like understanding how you can, cause so much, I'm sure you guys have experienced like so much of it too is like our stress levels as well. Like yeah. I know that was a lot of my ailments. Like when I had my big spiritual awakening, I had a whole crazy autoimmune flare up and it was so much of it was like the amount of stress I was under mm-hmm. um, and just really surrendering and being like, okay, like I will do this fine. And I was kind of running, I was running all over the place to like, find people to save me but it was really mm-hmm. at the end of the day it was like me I got to make the decisions to make these changes I got to make the decisions to talk to myself differently and you know what I surrender to God and spirit because spirit mm-hmm. wants me to be a vessel for the collective and I was terrified but 
I also knew that it was the best thing for me. So. Oh my gosh. I just, oh, just rewind everyone listening. Just listen to that again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That. Three oh minutes. Go yes. back three minutes and listen to that again. Because that is that is it that is spirit like I literally when you're saying that my like soul knows this to be true as well when you were saying I was looking for other people to basically like heal me and fix me but it was me the whole time and I (laughs) I will just put this out there like retreats are really powerful and when done with intention and around a community can be so amazing but there's also people in the wellness space, I think, who maybe their intentions are not as pure about those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. if you're looking for at for other people and, and in other people for what you need to do for yourself, um, that can be very a very slippery road. And just remember that you don't need to like spend all your money to have somebody tell you something you know and if you are going to spend your money see it as a thank you for their gift so that Mm. you're using it as an asset as a tool to your own being so you have the answers but other people like your your gifts like that is so beautiful like you're you're it's an addition to the inner work that someone's doing it doesn't do the inner Mm. work for them which is like where Mm -hmm. my soul sees true 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 people in the healing space is like Mm -hmm. when they recognize that 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 is it they are just Mm -hmm. there to assist along that person's journey I love absolutely yeah and like so much of like what us you know psychic mediums should be doing is god there was something I posted it was like we should be reinforcing your faith and not your fear and Mm -hmm. there's so much shit fear-mongering out there where it's like you know you need to he has to take away this curse I'm like what yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know what are we are we watching an animated Disney movie like what is happening you guys like curse schmerz like Jesus I don't know <laughs> I have a whole thing about all that weird stuff and it's just it's just funny we yeah and I and but that's maybe because I laugh at it and maybe like those are listening are like screw you but it's like I laugh at it because I was there and it's just you kind of look back and there's something funny about like you like the wallowing because you like the attention Mm -hmm. and you also like like it's just there's because I you know I suffer from anxiety depression and it's it's something with like a lot of like depressed people with like oh I love being depressed like it's a whole it's a whole look and vibe and it's like ew like it's so gross I don't know whatever like stop smoking cigarettes like Go you know and <laughs> it's just yeah we just we just get so sunken into feeling comfortable with not changing mm-hmm. and it's yeah and then there's only so much you can do to have people like then people just start feeling bad for you and no one's gonna mm-hmm. want to help you because you're not making in change any change and you're not being grateful for the change and you're not taking any action and I think I will say what's nice is now like we are getting angry um, with like, no, like we want to change ourselves. Like we're getting frustrated Mm -hmm. and we want to see that. But, and I think, again, I mean, we don't have to get into it, but yeah, we're obviously seeing that across the world Mm -hmm. (laughs) with so much stuff going on where it's like, shit has to change. Like this can't be the reality anymore. So Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, there has to be a paradigm shift. And it starts with us. It starts on the individual level. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I feel so I'm in my warm fuzzies right now I feel like so like sisterhood safe space here I'm like oh just relishing in it I love it oh my gosh I know when you said retreat I'm like I need a god I really I've never been to retreat first of all which is crazy and I I know I really want to host one one day it just definitely needs to happen I mean I'd come I'll come too Oh my God. We'll be there. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. Amy, did you have any? any I have. It's the roguest question Ooh. of the podcast. And it, it just came to me while we were talking. Rogue. Um, what do you think happens when we die or when our physical bodies die? Do you have a theory? <laughs> I'm dead. Um, okay. So I, what I've learned from my mentor, what I learned from, um, a couple things, what I've learned from this beautiful book, this book is soul shifting and you actually have to read it multiple times, but it's called the freedom transmissions by Carissa Schumacher. Like, I don't really say like, I think because we're all equals, but like Carissa Schumacher is literally like my hero. I'm like, Oh my God. She's a full body channel for Yeshua, who's Jesus, but I actually prefer to call him Yeshua because that is his given name. Um, and then I also learned a bit from, I actually didn't finish it, but it's called The Journey of Souls by Michael Newton, and he's a hypnotist. Um, so from my mentor, what I have learned from her is that you die your, you know, your loved ones come and greet you into heaven along with mm-hmm. Yeshua, which I also heard from, you know, heard, read in this freedom transmissions where he greets you. Um, and then you go see a council of spirit and they're like, how do you think you did? How do you feel? And you kind of, that you kind of evaluate, like, are you going to move forward? Are you going to go and not like stay stuck, but like kind of do some work on yourself because obviously Mm -hmm. there's people who have done terrible things in the world and they need to go. There's also no hell. It's terrible how, how that has been put on our existence. And so you just go and like, you take care of yourself. Like for actually a while, it's quite interesting. So my, mom's brother my uncle he took his life and he was actually with the helper guide for quite a while for like i would say three years um he was never really front and center in my team but when he was like oh my god he was so cute he's like oh my god i don't don't need a helper guide anymore i'm so excited i and it's because he like did the work and um which is beautiful so really like that's what i know and then you kind of like go on your journey um and then from michael newton that's what i also came to learn too is you again are greeted by your loved ones and as I especially learned from him too was like there is no hell you're not banished you just you go and the the person that was under hypnosis was incredibly cryptic because we're not supposed to know but pretty Mm -hmm. much they were like we're not meant to know but they just go they go off and get taken care of which I think is beautiful and it's really how like what should be reflected down here like we should like they all the 
people that have hurt others should be taken care of, but they're not. And clearly that's Mm -hmm. probably one of the many issues we have in this universe, um, the universe on this earth. Um, But even like from what I've understood, I think, yeah, just all, every single ounce and weight of pain goes away and you just begin to understand like, wow, I've, I've understood, or no, I've experienced this true feeling of bliss, but like, why wouldn't I let myself feel this bliss like all my life? And Mm -hmm. I think you just begin to really like, just literally feel in the essence of God. Um, What I also began to understand in Michael Newton's book too, is you don't like talk with your mouth. You just like kind of um, like, it's like really telepathy. Like you talk through, you know, the people under hypnosis were saying like, you talk you know, through consciousness, which is so beautiful, mm-hmm. um, which is actually really like what we did before language anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, and also I will say a point too. people are like, I'm maybe you guys have seen it. Like there's some people that are like, Oh my God, screw earth. Like I can't wait to die. And it's like, yeah. dude, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I'm sorry this is rogue but fuck off like yeah. this is crazy but this is amazing like the mm-hmm. opportunity we have to experience existence is we are begging mm-hmm. to incarnate on earth this is a beautiful opportunity to grow we uh from at least my understanding is like we grow the fastest on earth like the mm-hmm. the amount of growth we accomplish in this little lifetime compared to this big you know whatever that it that is here already like it's with us um is enormous we get to taste spaghetti we get to feel the physical hug of our husbands our wives um we get to get kisses from our pets we get to feel the ocean water we you know like we get to wear fun Mm -hmm. clothes like we get to hear music and feel what it feels like when music is inside of our body like we I don't know it's just amazing I it's really funny when I just see practitioners like oh my god 3d sucks and it's like okay you're missed I'm sorry but like you're missing the whole point (laughs) because like we're meant to bring the divine here also the 3d is divine like Mm -hmm. this is all divine this is all a part of it if you are for a second separating like this is better than that and whatever then like then that's on you for not enjoying life sweetie like honestly it's just just so funny and i was i was even thinking about this today and i've i've kind of gone through this before like for instance one of my best friends so cute she is like in her 50s and I actually met her through a um through a course Suzanne Giesman's course or actually no another another course and she actually in the Bay Area she actually owns a preschool in the oh, Bay Area so oh. whenever you have kids okay <laughs> <laughs> and she's gone on like multiple really beautiful spiritual trips like she mm-hmm. went to Glastonbury I've always wanted to go mm-hmm. I want to go so bad she's in Egypt right now and she was texting me photos yesterday and I was like, am I not spiritual because I haven't gone on these pilgrimage pil- pilgrimages? And I was like, and then for, literally seconds afterwards, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like you are meant to experience the God and the sacredness right here. This mm. is this is sacred right here. And 
I think that's we well, even kind of going back to like the accessibility of spirituality, the accessibility of, you know, growing consciously, um, you know, and I know like I will say my life will probably be very beautiful and simple because I live in Orange County and I'm going to live a really sweet, wonderful life with like my friends and my family nearby, like a lot more calm than I, than it was in LA. And again, I sometimes like my little sister, she's going to be an assistant chef in Tuscany for three months. And she wants to live in Copenhagen. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, Oh, like I'm not doing that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like I'm so happy where I'm at and I'm living in my dream apartment. Like I can't, like, I can believe, but it's like truly pinched me. Like I'm literally living in the home that I've dreamed of for two years. And I'm like, this, this is it. And I know that I'm also like happy, like I'm so fulfilled and joyful where I'm at. Cause there's also people who could be doing all that stuff and they're not happy and they're not present. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that was a whole tangent. I'm like, I don't even know where I was getting at, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I love it. I felt so called when you're talking about the 3D experience because something I've always thought about for me in this lifetime is like I also am super humorous and very like childlike in touch with my inner child and I think that's why we just like I like just was like oh my god like we just I, we both started making weird noises when we'd message each other and I was like this is so right and like something I've always thought is like if you can bring that childlike not necessarily pureness but light into life into this 3d experience then you will come to slowly but surely or fast who knows recognize that this world is really just a dress-up box and like remember how fun that was when we were younger to pull out something and you're suddenly a chef you're suddenly a firefighter you're an astronaut you're you know a unicorn you're a frog you know so that's that's what this is is this this 3d experience it's a big dress-up box and sometimes we just get so worked into the roles that we feel like we can't change our outfits like physically or just as a mental shift but that Mm. is the thing you can always reach in this treasure trove and you can decide like what experience do I want and um when you can start to see life as as a game of dress up and you figuring out what you do and don't energetically vibe with at this time then I really think that's powerful I really do it just takes so much of the seriousness off your plate and allows you to play and being in a state of play is the most pure state you can be in because when you are playing and you are fully involved in something you are not in the past and you are not in the future you are literally in the present during play and so I'm just like yeah when you said that I was like yes the dress-up box of life yes yes and like two things to that too it makes it less like heavy because we make things like, I mean, it's so, I mean, it's so hard. I think maybe I'm, maybe I'm kind of like overcorrecting and like comparing situations, you know, like I even think of like the, the beautiful soul, you know, Victor Frankel, where he was in, I mean, also bless him because those were my ancestors too. Like, but they were in the the darkest of situations, like one of the darkest. And Um, but I think what's so beautiful about him is that he was able to be like, this is not my forever. I'm going to choose this. And like, this just can't be. 
And I think, I mean, even like, I'm not saying I've gone through or I'm comparing myself to him, but it's like, I think we could all, anyone who's listening can find ourselves in the darkest of places, wherever that was physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And it's such a choice. (laughs) Like it really, we really create the suffering so, so much. Um, And also I will say too, like tip, And what I've realized by pure accident is laughter and play. I have had some of the most potent readings and downloads. And like, I'm so, I'm probably the one of the most potent when I'm laughing. And I realized that through like, I had a client who is like a dear friend of mine and him and I were laughing our ass off. And it was like such a great reading. And I'm like, oh, because like we were laughing and being silly and like, it's, I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, I'm in this generation of psychic mediums because psychic mediumship used to be so like, like very in a box educational. And, you know, um, there's a psychic medium school in Arthur Finley in like the UK. And it was like a lot of white men and like old white men. And there was kind of a stigma and now it's great because I feel like there's me, there's also, you know, there's also a couple other psychic mediums that are world famous and renowned, but they're absolutely hysterical and they're hilarious and they're goofy. And I'm like, great, cool. And like, that's what I want to bring to the table is like, please do not feel like you have to put on like a suit and tie to see me, like come in a potato sack, come in a fart bag. I don't care. <laughs> like, no, but you know, but like, <laughs> like come as you are and like be silly. And like, that's how I love to, I love to crack shells. I think it's so fun. And so cracking shells through like humor and play and silliness and like knowing that like your inner child is safe. I mean, that's also like the original blueprint too. Like we weren't judging ourselves when we were two. Mm -hmm. We were just like trying to see what glue tasted like because like we just were curious, you know? So. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. Amy, do you have any, I think I, I feel so, so groovy right now. And there's so much food for thought here. Like, I love this. Like, and I know I'm going to go back and listen to this quite a few times, especially with all the resources you've mentioned to the books. Like I was going to actually just ask, do you have a Goodreads list, Alexandra? Oh my God. I don't, but I can definitely share a list with you guys. Um, Yeah, I definitely have a list of beautiful books that are my favorite and even books that I'm looking to read too. And Mm -hmm. I could also send those. Um, Cool. Yeah. Oh my God. So cute. And my office, I'm going to send you guys a photo. My my office isn't like complete yet, um, but I have this sweet little chest and I have like my books on top that I've read and that are my favorite. And then I have the books on the bottom that I'm like looking to read and I'm really excited to read. Um, but yeah, I will text you guys like a picture of that. Cause there's a cool. lot of goodies, um, there, but yeah, also awesome. that is huge too. Like when you're getting into the space, I urge you to dive into literature or just people and resources, like anything, because mm. I mean, like, that's what spirit's going to guide you to. Like, that's what our ancestors did. They wrote things down. They spoke, you know, about stories. We also get, you know, stories from the trees. Like those are our ancestors as well. Um, even podcasts like this, like, don't just like hide yourself into like, I'm just only like only my guides and I like, which is fine. Like your guides are your greatest, like, are they're some of the greatest teachers, but also humans are too. 
and also books are like books are I I think one of the reasons why I'm so connected to books is like they have these like they have souls of themselves like just so don't cut yourself off from like other resources because then you're it's like what's the joy in that like Mm -hmm. that just doesn't sound fun to me (laughs) yeah yes oh my gosh I I just want to say a huge thank you and to all three of us for coming together again it feels like kindred spirits having all three of us together and like I've just been I know our listeners can't see but like we're able to see each other on a video platform right now and it's just so much like so much goodness so much love and I just keep looking and I'm feeling so filled and Mm -hmm. I just want to thank you you know for coming on and sharing your light with us um, because it is such a beautiful bright light that I just feel so grateful that our paths have crossed for all three of us. And I hope that anybody listening who needs a little bit of that light right now to help you kind of address where you're at or look to step into um, something that's more aligned with yourself. I hope this gave you a little bit of that light to get you started. Mm. Um, yeah. So thank you. Where can our listeners find you? They want Woo-hoo! to see and hear more. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys, I, am so like this literally made my day this is going to for sure be the highlight of my week um and doing this work like you know it's the it's the reason why I wake up in the morning and then even like continuing I'm sure you guys get it too like continuing my podcast because it's like it's difficult being like I know I'm a one-woman show you guys are too but it's hard but then Mm -hmm. having conversations like these is just like, it is, it literally makes it all worth it. Um, so thank you guys. I am so grateful to have you guys in my life. I'm, I love it. I love it. Love it. And even again, I'll come back to this. Like when you become more of your authentic self, I'm telling you guys, you become like a crazy, ridiculous cartoon magnet to your soul family. It's, (laughs) it's insane. Like once I was like, I'm a psychic medium, like it, I couldn't stop it, but it's the best thing ever. It's truly like, it's worth it. Um, so anyways, you guys can follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore. I have all kinds of silly reels that are really informative. I have posts. Um, and then I know I've, I'm, just, I'm not even trying to plug it. Like one of those like LA assholes. <laughs> podcast um called embody your soul and uh the cutie patootie queens have been on the podcast i've had beautiful (laughs) experts practitioners whoever on the podcast it's great i also have solo episodes um and then you can also go to my website themodernmedium.co um i have you know reiki sessions i have psychic medium sessions i have bundled sessions where you can see me consistently four times i also have mentorships which are probably some of the most fulfilling um, like containers I do where you are really deeply educated. It's mm-hmm. very consistent. It's very, um, very structured. And like, I'm with you for like three to six months and yeah, just thank you guys so much. And thank you listeners for listening. It's so great. Oh, thank you. And yes, check those out. I, I will shamelessly plug you. Go check them out. <laughs> yeah. Make your 2024 just that much brighter. Um, seriously, such good. Can I just time. can I just quickly ask for the UK girls? Do you do that stuff online or is that all oh, in person? Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. I I lived in a studio for like two years, so literally all of my work 
has been online. And this is in my home. This is the first time I'll get to see people in person. So yes, Mm. absolutely. I've, I've given readings to people like all over. So yes, UK girlies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think that wraps it up. Um, This has been amazing. We'll see you again in two weeks. And until then. Remember to let the light in. Bye. Bye.